Yeah, I mean, after that, like, there's not a not much more that we can cover, but um, we're gonna drop some knowledge with the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everyone. I'm Gretchen, and I'm Richard. Welcome to Streamiversity, a nine-minute podcast rooted in appreciation for the podcast Streamiverse. We are all in on studying up on Streamiverse's journey from Quibi fan podcast to Spite podcast. We are here to cover anything and everything in the Streamiverse. Here's what's happening at Streamiversity today. Welcome back, Streamiversity scholars. It's good to have you in the classroom again. And Gretchen, I just did a little digging and I found out we were talking in our last episode, of course, about old proper punk on MTV versus Quibi punk. And I just found out not only did they have the regular seasons from 2003 to 2012, but then they did a season on BET in 2015. So really, yeah, so really they took a few years off, did one revival season, took five years off, and then did the Quibi season, which we could... Who hosted it when it was on BET? Mm, Okay, let's look. Let me scroll down to the BET reboot. Catalyst Media stated that a 10th season was in development. Uh, They announced that they'd be rebooting the network. Blah, 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 blah. Host. Okay. August 11, 2015. In reality, after a revelation and introduction from the new hosts, King Bach and DeStorm Power... BET aired highlights from past segments of the program, as well as previews for their program. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, King Bach and DeStorm Power. I assume African-American hosts, which is relevant. Yeah, I don't know who those are. Yeah. Um, If I click on King Bach, this is all. Yeah, this is... Oh, that's King Bach. Okay. Cutie patootie. Mm-hmm. And then... He he was most famous for Vine, which makes sense actually. Oh, Vine Star. It's all it's almost like 2015 was a little too early to be doing the reboot and it makes more sense to do it now. Oh, this is Distorm Power. Okay. So a couple of guys. Were they both Vine Stars? Let's see. He's a comedian it says. Okay. Oh, and inter- and internet personality. YouTube. Okay. So one is a YouTuber, one is a Viner. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, so they were... Before Chance the Rapper. For the yeah. reboot, they were grabbing people. I mean, they picked people to host who... That were like... Who were, you know, internet famous. And so they were trying to bring, you know, younger folks to watch the new one. That's right. Maybe we can open with a little knowledge. Yeah. Okay. I know you probably were dreaming all night, students, of all the places punk producer Nick Christ could have gone. He went to the TikTok house. Yes. He finally, um, you know, confirmed some of our earlier beliefs as well as Robin Danielle's um observations when it comes to tiktok right yeah so there's a a house that 
I don't even know what eight to ten young people live in and they're all TikTok stars and all they do all the live long day is make TikTok videos. And so he was there. This was before Quibi launched. And so he's talking with them and he's like, hey, any of y'all heard of... Have you heard of Quibi? And it was like a real crickets situation. None of none of these whippersnappers had heard of Quibi. Uh-huh. And the way he told the story, I don't think they felt interested to learn what it was. No. So when you go to TikTok people and you ask, have you heard of Quibi? I think your general reaction is going to be silence. It's going to be like, what? Why yes. would we need that? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting because at first, Cats and Meg Whitman said, we are not competing with Netflix, Netflix and Hulu. We are competing with TikTok and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Then they circled back and how you say backtracked some of those statements and said, actually, we're bananas, they're oranges and submarines. Like, yes, really, we could we could not be further related to TikTok. And I'm like, okay, that's different than what you were Mm -hmm. saying before. Yes. Yeah. And some of the differences they explained and they have explained to us in the past too, of TikTok and Quibi is user-generated content. So you're not paying stars to do it. And yet they're they're quicker bites than Quibi and they're shareable. And not only that, you could copy somebody's TikTok and that's accepted not only accepted but encouraged on the yeah yeah the culture of tiktok seems to be it's a lot of more about paying homage Mm -hmm. or acknowledging this is a direct quote and now i'm just putting my spin on it yeah like they'll either keep the audio and make a new video that goes along with it either paying homage or like making improvements to the original source I, I mean, we have a friend, Alex, right? He took a TikTok where there was an African-American female who had this really cool song that was about racial profiling and um, the, the perception that, well, look at the statistics. It says this. And she's like, why would the statistics say this? It's because yada, 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 and had very good points. And then Alex was able to add some harmonies and, you know, made the video, like elevated the video. Like she had a great video. He was saying yes and to the video. It was amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's another way that you can get your message heard on TikTok is you make something and then someone adds to it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, but... Quibi just doesn't know what they are. They're they're the little startup that could, but they have two billion dollars. They mm-hmm. said that they, you know, are like TikTok, but they're but then they said that they weren't. Yeah. They grabbed all of these celebrities, but they grabbed celebrities for things that people aren't, I guess, interested in seeing them do. Like nobody is 
ready or worth waiting for Reese Witherspoon to narrate a nature documentary. Nobody mm-hmm. was excited about Chrissy Teigen no. hosting a, a courtroom show, being the judge of a courtroom show, but it was like too obviously tongue in cheek. Yeah. And that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I even watched Chrissy's court and I liked it. But then when, you know, I reflected, I was like, you're right. A stronger creative choice would be to take it seriously and not just laugh at yourself making a Quibi show. And that's what a lot of the creators did. They brought an idea to Quibi. They said, let's do it. They're like, throw some money at you. Here you go. They did it. But without that oversight or that, you know, creative eye that can Mm -hmm. edit some of the choices, you get in trouble. Yeah. And we're going to get in trouble until tomorrow's episode, so come back. Oh no, that's the bell. Streamiversity is over for today. But we're going to be back here every weekday as long as Streamiverse is putting out episodes. Rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite Streamiversity scholars. 